where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has hidden unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. The word overkill, coined in 1946, originally referred to nuclear arsenals, but the Bible contains several examples as well, all of which were Satan's attempts to eradicate God's people, the Jews. The epitome of this term comes from the book of Esther, where Satan used a man named Haman. When the Jews celebrate Purim today, they will read the story of Esther. Each time Haman's name is spoken, everyone boos. So feel free to follow that tradition during this podcast. It all started not in Esther 1, and not even in the land of Susa, where Esther is set, but 550 years before, when God told Saul, an ancestor of Mordecai, to kill the Amalekites, including their king Agag, who was an ancestor of Haman. This centuries-old grudge explains the animosity between Mordecai and Haman in Esther 3. Then when Mordecai refused to bow down to Haman, Satan saw his chance and stirred up Haman to do something about this snub, this disrespectful blot on his honor. This explains why Haman cooked up a plan to kill all the Jews instead of just the one man that he disliked. Kill them all. That will make them take notice of you. No one would dare to dishonor you again. Can't you just hear Satan saying that to Haman? Not just Mordecai, not just the Jews of Susa, but the Jews all over the world. You have the power. Use it. Get rid of your enemies. All you have to do is talk to the king. We hear that voice too sometimes. When we're slighted by someone, often we consciously or even unconsciously search for a way to get back at them. Sometimes just one word to the right person or a hint of something inappropriate in a conversation can start gossip or strike out the character of that person who has slighted us. The problem is, God says, vengeance is mine. And that includes vengeance against the person that hurt us, as well as us, if we choose to respond in an ungodly manner. Haman certainly found this to be true. He put his plan into action, sending letters sealed by the king's ring to every province with instructions to destroy, to kill, and to annihilate all the Jews, young and old, women and children. Doesn't that sound like overkill to you? Only he didn't know that God already had a courageous young woman, Mordecai's own niece, in the position as queen. God wasn't going to let Satan win this little chess game. A little later, Esther honored Haman by inviting him, along with the king, to a feast. Not only was he second in command of the media Persian Empire with the king's signet ring to do as he pleased, but he was given this special honor by the queen as well. However, leaving the palace that day, Mordecai refused to bow to him. As Haman lamented to his wife that evening, Yet all this is worth nothing to me as long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate. Haman had it all. Success, riches, family, honors. But those things were nothing because of his pride. One man would not submit to his every whim. 
Pride can be very destructive. It turns everything around that's important and focuses on self instead of on God. It keeps us from contentment and breeds disunity and disharmony. Because of his pride, Haman ended up hanged and booed for millennia to come. Our pride may not have quite so dire consequences, but being watchful of prideful attitudes and thoughts can be one thing that we learn from Haman's story and the book of Esther. We'll see what else we can learn tomorrow. As always, we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to share a treasure, support this ministry, or get Carla to speak at an event, please contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. You can listen to other episodes on our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening and have a great day.